Hi, my name's Vicky. And my name's Tom. And we're youth workers for the Hampshire-based charity, No Limits. This is a podcast for young people, about young people. We want to empower you with the right information and advice to help you help yourselves. Hello and welcome to November's No Limits podcast. In this episode, we talk to Natalie Webb, the CEO of No Limits, about the cost of living. We know this is a worrying time for many young people with bills continuing to rise, so we hope to offer some advice and information that can help you to prepare for the winter months and save as much as you can. Welcome to the No Limits podcast, and thank you for agreeing to be part of this episode, which is Cost of Living Impact on Children, Young People and Their Families, Natalie. Um, it's amazing to have you on board and here. We know who you are as the CEO of No Limits. Uh, maybe I've given a little bit away already there. <laughs> um, but can you just, for the benefit of the listeners um, that are tuning in, can just explain a bit more about what your role kind of involves and your experience working with children and young people in this kind of subject area? Yeah, sure. Hi, Tom. So um, I'm Natalie, as you said, I'm, I'm CEO, which is Chief Exec uh, here at No Limits. What that means is that I run the charity. I make sure we're doing everything that we can to help children, young people mm-hmm. um, and deliver amazing services, which, as you know, we do. Um, my background is uh, going right, right back to working with young people when I was young um, in the youth offending team and supporting young people through lots of different times. Um, and then I've, I've worked in local authorities, which is councils. Mm-hmm. Uh, and prior to working here at No Limits, I worked at Citizens Advice. So I've got quite a lot of experience working with children, mm-hmm. young people, um, and also quite a lot of experience of advice services. Yeah. Um, and they're really needed at the moment, especially with what's going on with cost of living. And that's why you absolutely were the right person for this because um you know that experience the citizens advice bureau as well that and what you've brought here Mm. so the uk is facing prices that are rising at rates we haven't seen for a long time um such as energy broadband water food full fuel and more what impact do you expect this to have on children young people and their families yeah so um it's all happening around us at the moment isn't it and so uh you know, everyone's aware of what's going on and you know I really appreciate that there is there is nobody that that isn't seeing it hearing it feeling it mm-hmm. um, and it could be um, that you know people are struggling to heat their homes it could be having an impact on the food that people are eating on the amount that people have spare money for going out and doing fun stuff Mm. Uh, people may be very stressed parents may be very stressed people may be trying to work more to generate more money people may need more support um, than they've had before Um, and you know we do have support available for families and and we want people to access the support that's Mm. there for them whether that's financial or or wider support Mm. Um, but I think no matter who you are you know you will be feeling uh, something in relation to what's going on um, it's a tough time, I yeah. think. Tough time. I think it's really a good point that you've just summarised at the end there, because that's one of the things you sort of said, well, off air, if you like, <laughs> <laughs> was around sort of the spectrum um, of impact as well. And I think that's a really important thing that we kind of capture is actually that someone listening might be on one end of that, and then another person listening might be completely on the other end, but actually everyone's having some sort of impact with that sort of stuff. So I think that's a yeah good thing to say, yeah, in my view. 
And I suppose it depends as well on, on everybody's age and what they're mm -hmm. up to. Yep. You know, if you've got a job and you're, you're working, then there might be pressures around how you get into work and the cost of fuel. If you're at school, mm -hmm. it might be, you know, that you're not able to go to as many after school clubs or do the fun stuff that, you know, previously might have been able to, to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like I said, you know, parents may be more stressed. It may be thing, you know, maybe that they're keeping the heating off for mm. a bit longer than they yeah. ordinarily would or can't afford to put the heating on just now. Yeah. Um, so, but but I think, you know, it's really important that we recognise that there is a support and advice available mm. through organisations like No Limits and others. And so it's really helpful, I think, to be having a conversation about what we can do um, and what opportunities there are to try and yeah. support people through what is a tough time. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, off the back of that, that really leads us well into our next question. So um, you've mentioned sort of the spe spectrum of kind of impact that young people might be facing, but also you've talked about there that it's really important to know there is support um, for those that we, um, as No Limits support, but also for other organisations. Um, what sort of practical advice would you give Natalie for listeners um, uh, that they could access, I guess, such as locally, nationally, online, all that sort of stuff? What, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, I, I think that's, um, you know, it's really important to think about different sort of levels of advice. Yeah. You know, there are organisations set up to provide advice. Mm. So No Limits is one. Uh, we are an advice based organisation. Um, anyone up to the age of 26 can come to us for advice and we'll support them wherever we can. Um, if you don't live in the area where we provide services, then in a lot of areas, there are citizens advice services. Mm -hmm who will also be able to provide advice and support. Uh, but there's loads you can find online. Obviously, it's really important that you find a reputable, you know, um, a place to look. Um, but, you know, also schools, you know, peers. There's some great life hack videos on TikTok and mm. Facebook and, mm. you know, actually things like, you know, the concept of heat the person, not the home. Mm. Um, there's some real practical tips, you know, layer up, wear more clothes, mm. put a blanket on, you know, all of this stuff and um, how you cook, you can save save money by putting lids on your pans mm. um, walk don't drive cycle don't drive look at public transport mm. um, how might you access that support we mentioned earlier so benefits for example mm. uh, and there it's not just about accessing financial support available but there might be wider support so mm. free school meals um, can you access support to pay for prescriptions or anything like that mm. out of school clubs or you know, there's so, so many things and sometimes it can be quite hard to know where to look. Mm. But I would really advocate services like No Limits and Citizens Advice and speaking to people at schools and colleges to try and access that help. Um, and then, you know, sharing, sharing tips about how to save money um, you know, look look for those you know mm. could you renegotiate your direct debits or or you know find out if you can get your car insurance cheaper somewhere else you know again there's lots of reputable online services that can help you to do that yeah. um yeah personally i'm trying to not use my tumble dryer I'm lucky to have a tumble dryer, but mm. I'm trying to dry my clothes without using the mm. tumble dryer. I've personally got a um, plug-in electric throw that I'm using, so I'm switching my heating off and keeping snugly on the sofa mm. with that one. Yeah. Um, it's hard, is it? Because I think some can access those things and, and get those. And because someone said to me that an electric blanket costs 1p an hour or something really small small it's not like even having the money to get an electric blanket for right. some people and all that spectrum it's like everyone can do different things and I, I think um 
I think we captured like, all those definitely those supports out there but it must be really hard for some people to step out and get that support you know mm. shame and you know embarrassment or um or knowing where to go but I think if people can get past that or just say that it's making them feel that way to be able to how they move that past that for the support mm. is 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 so essential because then people can bring things that they haven't thought about you know like I think we were chatting about before we came on here weren't we about universal credit is that actually you might not be entitled to universal credit but by going for the benefit system and proving that you don't have the financial means to certain things that might then mean that you can get free dental care or you can get free medical aids and stuff and so that um, prescriptions which is you know really really important because kind of people walking through life who can't pay for a prescription but they really need it because they're unwell or they don't get any access to dentists and so then the tooth is you know agonizing or you know then the cost is is massive so it's, I think it's really important to get that support to be able to help people really filter you in areas that you just might not have thought of. And, mm. and I, I saw a great hack with a, if you can get, if you've got any cover in the garden, then putting your air right under that, so then mm. you can, you can actually have it outside rather than inside. Because then of course, then you've got all the moisture inside and mm. it doesn't dry well if your heating's not on because mm. it's, the house isn't warm enough and stuff. And mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and just being aware of what, what, it means to you so we know that the cost of stuff is going up what does that mean to you and are there things that you can do um by changing changing maybe small things mm. like what you what you're choosing to eat and how you're choosing to cook it and and being in control of what it looks like for you so do you know how much energy you're using keep an eye on your meter mm. or if you're using a prepayment meter keep an eye on am I now putting money on it more frequently than I was before what does that look like and just making sure that people are having a really kind of upfront conversation with themselves mm. but also with their provider about their use so mm. making sure if you are paying for energy by direct debit you're paying about the right amount Mm. And if you give them your readings so that it's not based on estimates, mm. that's definitely going to be a better way of doing it mm. so that you avoid being lumped later on with a big bill. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can say from personal experience, trying to phone my energy company last week, I sat on hold for 45 minutes oh, because everybody's in this situation, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, thankfully, there was a way of, of providing those readings online. But, you know, I do think that... Um, you know, sometimes you have to give quite a bit of thought to this, mm. and people might just need help to give it that level yeah, of thought. Definitely. So, you know, and I think it's really important that people reach out for that support to do that. And definitely, No, no Limits is one of those organisations that can provide that. Yeah, I think that switch from the jumping in bit. That's right. that, I, I love what you mentioned there of this. Again, you talked about the spectrum of support that some or situations that someone might be in. So, someone might go, actually, I don't even know where to start, and actually, yeah. that shame, that embarrassment, that just lack of I don't know how sort of mm, thing mm. and actually those being able to take that first step of going reach out to some organization or some peer or some whoever's in your life if they're not find someone because we there's organizations out there that really want to support really understand the situation yeah but also the flip end of that I guess where you've got the switch to being a bit more proactive one of the things you were saying Vic earlier was like this opportunity for some yeah. actually to be quite proactive in going what small decisions can I make that might make a massive impact down the line mm. sort of thing and I love that again that spectrum seems to be the same word mm. like coming back to but just how it affects someone so differently but it might actually be for some of those people an opportunity to switch up some sort of life choices yeah. um, and things that then might really be something that is 
uh, something in place for their whole life. And they go, mm-hmm. wow, wow, that situation caused me to go, I need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Because if you sit on something, and that's often the way, isn't it? Sometimes you feel a bit hopeless, feel a bit overwhelmed, and you might just need a little bit of support to go, ah, oh, I took the control and the power a little bit back. Mm-hmm. And I went, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a decision to do something that's going to ultimately benefit me, my family, those around me, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I love that sort of switch around. And it really, well, as I say, it really depends on, you know, what your upbringing is like, what your education's given, you know, because like adulting or mm. doing lots of this or being a young person in the home with, you know, parents and carers like who might never have been shown how to cook cheaply or um, or um, how you do a meter reading and all that like stuff. Yeah. Mean, even, you know, like just what is uh, a fair price to pay? What isn't a fair yeah, price yeah. to pay? You know, like it's really like quite educational sometimes, yeah. isn't it? And I was listening to a great podcast in the way, and it was like assumption that men can do DIY. Like, you know, can you put up a shelf? And it's like, why? Why? Why is it there's an assumption in the world where that men can do that? Because, you know, and so it's this assumption that because you're an adult 18 that somehow you would know how to to do things that actually you know can be quite challenging like setting you up know, bills and setting up direct right. debits and just navigating mm-hmm. all that especially yeah. if you're tight with money and you're stressed or you're busy because you're mm-hmm. working more to pay for everything and and it's not always straightforward so uh, i have these meters that have got these dials on and i've never seen one like that before so mm-hmm. i had to google how to read my meter reading mm-hmm. you know and um, you know, I had to find out how mm. to do that. It wasn't immediately obvious to me. Now I'm, I, you know, I, I feel like I've had pretty good experience of different things, but I needed that help to to find that out. And and I just think there's, you know, nobody really knows exactly what's, you know, nobody can know everything, can they? Mm. So so reaching out for that support. And there is some really good um, guidance online. Um, I think you do have to be careful because there is, you know, there is stuff online as well that's less helpful yeah yeah um but there's definitely stuff online that is helpful you know um you know again on gov.uk through systems advice through no limits and other places you can see you know get a help mm, to start yeah. to take control to start to understand what that might mean for you definitely i really enjoy uh, the money saving expert advice he's He's a bit of a legend. There's loads of stuff on his uh, on his website as well. Mm. But leading into that, then this this will potentially impact people's mental health and well-being, with many aspects being outside of their control. How how can young people help themselves at this time um, with their mental health and well-being? Whether that's you know as an eighteen year old renting or, or above and at their own place and job, or whether it's under eighteen and a parent, parent guardians mm. who are feeling the pinch, and so the impact of that in the home. What how can they? How can they help their mental health and well-being? Yeah, well, I think some of the things we've already talked about are really important mm. and getting the advice and the support that that you might need. Um, but actually outside of that, you know, it's a pressured time. Mm. And, you know, we, we hear on the radio, we see on the news, we see on social media, we see in conversations, mm. you know, we're talking about it as a crisis. Mm. Um, and for many people, it is a crisis. Um, but it's not an inevitable crisis. And no. I think we need to bear that in mind. Um, you know, so making sure that we, we understand our own situation and how this is going to impact us and what we can do to mitigate that impact mm. is really important. And with that, many people, um, you know, many, many people are going to be really worried and stressed about it. Mm. Um, so how can we then deal with that? What do we do with that stress? 
Um, and I think there's lots of stuff. So um, there's some self-help resources on the No Limits website about how to manage anxiety and manage your worries. Mm. There are also services like No Limits and others out there to support young people with that. But I think recognising, you know, what does this mean for me? What, what's the evidence looking like? Mm. Is it looking mm. like I need to make some changes? Will I be all right through this? Will mm. my parents be all right through this? Having a conversation trying to understand it and then try and come up with a plan I suppose for if it's looking like things are feeling really really tough mm. what do I do with that mm. so where next yeah. how can I look after myself yeah. at this time and there's a lot of talk of worry yeah I think you captured that really well because I think it can you can take on that stress of the word crisis and there, there might not be currently a crisis for you and, and but being told around you that there is can can suddenly put you in that headspace that you are and and um but also we as humans are naturally avoidant we need to be avoidant to be able to protect our brains and our mental health and well-being that if we thought about lots of things that worried us all the time we would be really stressed i think we have to put certain things out of our mind to be able to go to school or go to work to be able to function and i think these money things and worrying about paying bills or fueling your house or eating it's that sort of thing that you could easily put to one side and um, but it's not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. and try and ignore it but it's just like it could be this undercurrent for some people just running this level of stress and worry that they're sort of not paying attention to but is within the body and the, and the mind and how that impacts so you might think oh i'm less patient or a parent guardian is less less patient more mm-hmm. more a bit, bit more sort of um annoyed easily or or you might just see that you're feeling more anxious and stuff. And it's like paying attention to that because you could think, well, I don't know why I'm like this or why they're being like this. But actually, if you've got these underlying worries that you're not addressing, mm. then that's the impact, isn't it? Your brain can only take so much and it and it will wear up and, and it can cause, you know, mm. lots of stress. Yeah. And talking to somebody, you know, whether that is who you live with, whether that's a parent, carer, mm. friend, whether you're at uni and, you know, but but talking to people about you know what can we do I'm worried about this you know Mm. how could we save some money on our energy bill or I'm not sure I can afford to travel or how am I going to get to college or whatever it is that Mm. that is the stress for you you know trying to understand that and talk about it Mm. um to try and try and get I suppose some understanding of it and any possible solutions Mm. but you know come back to this advice point you know there are um, things being put in place to try to help people cope Mm. Um, you know and that that looks different for everybody as well Um, but checking out what that might look like for you can you access some more financial support Mm. are you due a payment as a result of you know the changes that have been made to how the country is supporting people mm, through this. Mm. Could you could you benefit from that? And if you could, how can you access that? Can we or another organisation help you to access mm. that? Um, and then you know beyond that, you know it might be that speaking to somebody that you you know you've got a direct debit with and you owe a bit of money to that might feel really overwhelming. Mm. There are organisations and supports out there to help you do that. Mm. Um, so to so kind of reaching out and accessing that is mm. just such a good idea if it's feeling mm. quite overwhelming at the moment yeah definitely i think that's a really good place to kind of land there i think mm. it's so helpful that you talked about you know the wide range of impacts that we have on children young people that might be listening but also that 
whatever your situation is, like find out how that's impacting you. But also one of the, th- the key things you said was, okay, find out what that looks like, but then what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And what's next? So that's definitely something we'll signpost to in our uh, show notes about uh, resources, yeah. organizations that you can go get support. Yeah. And it might just be make that first step, reach out or maybe do those sort of practical um, bits of advice that you sort of recommended earlier. So, yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Natalie. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks for having me. Oh, it's brilliant. Thank you. It was really good to hear from Natalie and we're so grateful for her sharing advice and tips on rising prices. For more support from No Limits, you can reach us via phone, email and web chat, as well as being in Southampton schools weekly or fortnightly. So if you can't afford to travel, we're accessible without cost. Thank you so much for listening to the No Limits podcast today. Check out our episode notes where you can access links to recommended information, advice and support. We hope you enjoyed listening. And if you did, then rate, review and subscribe. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be back with a brand new topic to help you help yourself.